You're listening to Goat Rodeo. Keep an ear out for us. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to Dispatches. I'm Morgan Gibbons, a storyteller and performer in Washington, D.C. Every two weeks, I'm going to bring you a story that explores the countless moments and connections we all share. Moments that often go untold because they might not fit who we are, who we believe ourselves to be, or where we think we're going. These stories will last no more than 15 minutes. Our story this week is called Belonging. Babe, my fiance Catherine peered at me over the rim of her soda can, took a deep breath, and I knew she was struggling to find a way to say the words that circled in her mind, spinning down her mental drain until it fell upon the axis of her tongue, struggling to find a way to say what she wished I would do, make me hear it so I wouldn't find myself scurrying away, refusing to budge, becoming mired in stubbornness. She set the can down and it clattered tinnily on the counter, the only sound that passed between us, each of us in the midst of an inhale. Air trapped hesitantly within our lungs, waiting for the other to speak, to break the bloated silence that hovered on the edge, tiptoeing towards tenseness. Hun, I love you. And because I love you, I want... No, I need you to go to the doctor. I don't want to go. It's annoying and... My eyes dropped to the plate of food in front of me. It was no longer appetizing, the smells rising from it in steamy waves that just moments before had drawn me to them. Drawn me so closely I found myself excited like when I was a child and my mom made my favorites. Country fried cubes, steak and gravy, rice, collards. And now they repulsed me and I was struck by a rising wave of nausea. My fork slipped from my fingers as I released it, pushed my plate away, stared down at my lap, and my words finally came, nearly silent, and would have disappeared the way a stream slips easily, unseen into the wide ocean were it not for her strong sense of hearing. Morgan, I can't hear you clearly. I said it's annoying and embarrassing, and I'm not going. You have to go. I don't have to do anything. I'm fine. I don't even know why we have to talk about this. What? Because you might be really sick and you haven't seen this doctor in 13 years. You can't just decide not to go. Well, I've not gone for over a decade and that hasn't... Morgan, you're going. They're going to know I don't belong there. The conversation happened over a month ago, and I now found myself in the men's bathroom, hands pressed down against the cool marble countertop, beads of water clinging to my face from where I'd splashed myself, hoping to lower my temperature, still the pounding of my heart as it edged out all thought in my mind. Caught my own reflection in the mirror and heaved an exasperated sigh at my disheveled appearance. Annoyed that it had come to this, that my hands shook at the thought of grasping the metallic handle on the door, turning it, 
exiting back into the waiting room of staring faces. The question was evident behind their eyes when I stood there, frozen by the wrongness of having arrived, my feet refusing to go forward. The question stayed there, hovering on the cusp of hostile curiosity as their eyes swept over my body, took in the broad shoulders, the kinky hair that curled tightly on my face, the barely seen Adam's apple that thickened my throat. My hand tightened on the leather satchel so the veins beneath my skin stood out in stark relief. Personal roots to the heart that thrummed with the same anxiety, every part of my person rebelling against my presence. In that moment, in that space that was not mine. I swallowed against the lump that began to rise in my throat felt the prickling of my scalp. Fight or flight. Fight or flight. I, uh, I, I think I must have gotten turned around. So it would be flight. A woman seated to the left shot me a look over the rim of her glasses, her black hair streaked with silver lightning springing from the roots of her head resting against the top of her shoulders. You obviously have. She coughed violently into the crook of her arm, and I took the opportunity. Saw my chance to back away as all eyes turned to her as her shoulders spasmed, slipped around the corner, banged open the restroom door, panicked, dropped my bag with a sullen thud near my feet as I thrust my hands beneath the faucet, watched as the water crested over my fingers, hypnotically, soothingly, lifted that water to my face. Felt it race its way down in rivulets over the deep laugh lines that held my mouth like joyful parentheses in a moment that lacked joy of any kind. I still stood, hands pressed down on the cool countertop, the beads of water clunging to my face still, my heart wreaking internal havoc. My phone chimed and I wiped my shaking hands on my pants, reached into my pocket, pulled it free to stare at the message from Catherine. Where are you? Did you go to your doctor's appointment? Texted rapidly back. I'm here, but in the bathroom. Slid down to the floor, knees brought to my face as I continued writing. I don't want to go back out there. They're all looking at me. I'm on my way. I read the message until it blurred, until my eyes stung, tapped my screen to keep it from going dark, swiped angrily at the hot tears that spilled from the wells of myself that I would be so ashamed, furious with myself for caring when my entire life demanded I not care what any other person might think, a mindset required for survival since the beginning of my transition, since that very first shot of testosterone. I couldn't care about my family friends? No one. And somehow my heart lurched at the idea of entering that room again, of, of admitting why I was there, who I was, before people I didn't know would probably never see again. Another chime. Hey babe, I'm here. Can you come meet me? I'm in the waiting room. Deep breath. Ran my hand down my face once more, lifted the corner of my shirt to my eyes as I stood, wiping them bag in hand and walked out. 
heard her voice floating towards me. It's okay. Come on. I promise. Her hand grasped mine, rubbed her thumb over my wrist as we began walking towards the check-in counter, past the OBGYN welcome sign, to the front desk. The woman stared out at me, lowered her glasses just slightly. Can I help you? Catherine gave my hand a quick squeeze. Um, yes ma'am. My name is Morgan Givens, and I have a, I have a 445 appointment. Thank you all for tuning in to this week's episode of Dispatches. I'll be back soon with another story for all of you. Just so you know, Dispatches is part of the Goat Rodeo Podcast Network. And you can check out GoRodeoDC.com to learn more about the network and all of the other podcasts it hosts. Until then, be well and know that stories are all around you. This episode was produced by Ian Enright, and the music was provided by Ryan Little. <laughs>